You are listening to episode 12 of Content Marketing for Coaches. On today's episode, we're going to discuss how to overcome objections when selling your coaching services. Coaches, let's be honest. Marketing our business is hard as hell, but we absolutely love what we do. We love to coach. So how do we attract new customers, stay motivated, and make that money all while maintaining some sort of a personal life? I hear you. I got you. This is Content Marketing for Coaches, and I'm your host, Stuart Swayze. What's up, my friends and fellow coaches? How the heck are you? Oh, I have to admit something. I did a little naughty thing today. It is Monday, February 3rd, and I was supposed to record this episode this afternoon. However, it's 70 degrees outside, and then literally tomorrow, it's supposed to snow. What? So instead of recording this episode during the afternoon, I decided to go to the park with my dog. You know what? Naughty, 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 but I think it was a good choice. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, awesome. I thought so. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So now it's 7.45 p.m. on Monday, and I'm just now getting to the podcast. So let's get things started. All right. Sound good? Perfect. All right. So I'm going to be real for a minute. Every single prospect you speak with will have some sort of objection or hesitation to purchasing your coaching services. However, the amount, or let's call it the severity of objections, will depend on how well you've positioned yourself as an expert coach, how well you've communicated the value of your coaching services, and how relevant your services are to your prospect's obstacle challenge, or opportunity. So objections and objection handling. Well, it's just part of the sales and marketing process. Yes, marketing too. To be a successful coach, you need to learn how to uncover and overcome objections using both sales and marketing techniques. Here's how this is going to work. I can't listen to your discovery calls or or discovery sessions or strategy sessions or whatever you call it, right? Well, not unless you're a client of mine. But the first thing I'm going to do in this episode is give you a framework to overcome objections. Then I'm going to discuss four common types of objections and give you some tips to overcome each type of objection. By the way, look, this episode is jam-packed. So if you're driving, working out, or just can't take notes, don't worry, I got you covered. Listen all the way to the end of this podcast and I'll have a resource for you. This resource will summarize the episode provide deeper insights into what we discuss and give you some marketing tips to reduce objections before you even conduct a call. This resource is packed full of value. Okay, 
So let's jump into the framework. And guess what? I'm pretty sure you already freaking know the framework. Say what? Yeah, you just never thought of it this way. Ha ha ha. I'm gonna say this now. Don't, do not skip using this framework. It is 100% key to successfully overcoming any objection you face. Here's why. We as humans respond differently during purchasing decisions. Often the objection we verbalize isn't our actual objection. Our actual objection is this different thing and we're just dressing it up in a pretty little disguise. So listen very hard to this framework. Marinate on it just a wee little bit. Think back to objections you've already faced and how you could have applied this framework. Then take the time to plan how to use it when overcoming any future objections. Got it? Okay, good deal. So let's jump into the framework. All right, so number one, actively listen. Wait, what did you just say? Yes, I said listen. Like really, 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 really actively listen. Don't jump in. Hear your coaching prospect out. Don't let your mind start racing or try to immediately respond to their objection. But truly listen. One, you'll show that you truly care about your prospect. Two, you'll start to hear the real objection disguised or underneath the verbalized objection. Number two, acknowledge. Acknowledge what your coaching prospect has said. Let them know that you've really listened and care about what they are saying. You can do this by mirroring back or paraphrasing their objection. Okay? Number three, validate. Let your coaching prospect know that he or she has the right to feel the way they do. Don't judge their objection as right or wrong or agree with them in any way. Just validate. You are letting them know that you can see things from their perspective. Hmm. Are you starting to pick up what I'm putting down yet? Number four, probe. Use powerful questions to get to the heart of their verbalized objection. See, by using powerful questions, you'll uncover the objection underneath the objection. Huh. As an example, often when people give you a pricing objection, their pricing objection doesn't really have anything to do with, guess what? Their ability to pay. Instead, a coaching prospect will throw out a pricing objection because they don't yet have confidence in your coaching services. Hmm. Or they don't see the full value of your coaching program. See, that's not really anything to do with their ability to pay. Number five, respond. 
Once you uncover the true objection, respond. You can either directly respond, meaning just immediately answer their question, or use a blend of answers and questions and kind of coaching techniques. Just a few coaching techniques that you might consider using are visioning, stretching, reframing, prioritizing, and or forwarding. Wait, holy crap, Stuart. So are you telling me that I can overcome sales objections by uh, coaching? Yes. Yes, I am. You can and will overcome sales objections by coaching your prospects around those objections. Now, how good does that feel? How good does it feel that you already understand and know the framework? Ah, perfect. All right, so let's jump into the four common types of sales objections that you'll face as a coach, plus a few specific tips for each type of objection. So the first type of objection is a lack of relationship. Okay, so people buy from those they know, like, and trust. Many times, the first time you speak with a client will be during your strategy session, discovery session, or whatever you call that for your coaching business. So at this point, you have a very limited one-on-one relationship with your coaching prospect. Your coaching prospect could be thinking, you know, are, are you the right coach? Do I like this person? And could I see myself being coached by them? And so on. If you uncover that your coaching's prospects, true objection has to do with kind of a lack of relationship, you can use social proof. So you're going to tell them a story about a previous client that faced similar challenges. You're going to walk them through the transformation and results achieved with that client. Then you're going to follow up with a few questions on how your coaching prospect would feel if they had the same transformation or outcomes. Based on their answers, you'll either see if they have more objections or if you've answered and they they feel more comfortable with moving forward with you as a coach. The second common objection you'll run into is what I like to call the stall. So you know when a coaching prospect says they need more time, want to think on it, or maybe even speak with their spouse. This is a huge objection, okay? Your coaching client is trying to stall their decision. You see, the closer you and your prospect are getting to a a sale or a financial transaction, the more pressure your prospect is feeling. Like, they're getting nervous. So his or her buyer's anxiety is increasing, causing them to potentially stall. The stall can also show up as a lack of urgency. But be careful with this objection, okay? Be careful it isn't a value or confidence objection in disguise. That's why you need to use the framework. But if you're truly facing a client that is stalling, give them more time, okay? If it's a need for more time, prepare them to speak with their spouse or review your documentation later. This is how you do it. You ask them to take out a piece of paper. You have them write down a brief summary of your services 
that they can use when speaking with their spouse or reviewing later for themselves. Okay. Then set a very specific date and time to follow up. In fact, schedule the follow-up call with them, like put it on the calendar before you get off the call. The third type of objection is a lack of confidence. Now, this objection is very sneaky and can be hard to spot, but beware, it's a deadly objection if you don't catch it. You have to listen really hard, probe, and use your intuition, okay? Here's why it's hard to spot. It's not what your coaching prospect is saying or asking, it's how they are saying it or asking it. This objection comes up when you finish your coaching discovery call and your client still doesn't understand or isn't confident about how your services will help. They just don't get it yet. They're asking questions like, okay, so how does this work again? Or stating something like, uh, your program sounds good, but I'm talking to other coaches just to see which program is best for me. If you hear a lack of confidence, you'll need to get to the heart of the matter by asking powerful questions. You need to find out if they're just not clear on the steps of your program, or do they not see the value, or do they not see you as an expert coach? Answering this objection might be as easy as walking them back through the coaching process you have planned for them. Or, if it's truly them having a lack of confidence or questioning your expertise, you may have to combine social proof with showing the value your services are going to provide. Number four, last but not least, pricing. You're just too damn expensive. Huh. Look, if you're pricing your services right, then price will likely be the most common objection you'll face as a coach. More often than not, when someone says your coaching services pricing is too high, it's a disguise for one or more of the other objections we just discussed, okay? Seriously, even if your prospect plans to buy your coaching services, they'll probably still give you a pricing objection. You need to quickly shift focus off the price, okay? First, try to get your prospects to understand the cost of not signing you as a coach. Second, focus them back on the value of your coaching services. If the cost is painful enough and the value is high enough, people will find money to pay for your services. If they are still giving you pricing objections after they understand their cost and your value, then it's more than likely a different objection in disguise and you'll have to continue with the probing and the framework. Look, teaching you how to overcome sales objections is extremely difficult, okay? Literally, Corporations and sales teams spend hours and hours on training and going through mock sales calls to learn this skill. I've been through a lot of these grueling training sessions. Today, I've tried to do my best to give you some tips, 
Look, if there's one thing you should immediately start doing, okay, it's this. Stop responding immediately to sales objections and start using the framework I described to coach your prospects around their objections. Uncover their true objection and then handle it. And remember, sometimes prospects just aren't a good fit. Sometimes it's best to let them go gracefully for a little while. Then check back a couple months later to see if they are still interested in coaching. Cool? All right. So let's get into the resource a little. In this resource, I'm going to summarize what we've discussed in this episode. I'm going to provide a few more types of sales objections you could face and tips to overcome those objections. Plus, I'll expand upon some of the coaching techniques you can use during sales calls and provide you some marketing advice to reduce objections before you even jump on a call. Holy freaking cow. Now that's one hell of a resource. You can find this resource at stuartswayze.com forward slash objections. Again, that's www.stuartswayze.com forward slash objections. All right, my friends and fellow coaches, that's it for this episode. I hope you found a lot of value in it. Now, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to get notified when the next episode comes out. And hey, if you're a coach ready to get customers online, I'd love to speak with you because, well, that's what I do. I help coaches get clients online. We'll work together to develop a kick-ass strategy that's best for you and your coaching business. If you want to learn more about my coaching program, visit www.stuartswayze.com forward slash coaching. From there, you can sign up for a free one-hour strategy session. Looking forward to speaking with all of you very soon. Take care, get out there, and keep on transforming lives.